When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Captain's Run with Sam Edmund. And great to have your company. Wherever you might be listening this morning, the Captain's Run is on assignment at the MCG, the Festival of Football, which is a festival in every sense. I tell you, the McCafe, uh, the queue for the McCafe coffee, you expect nothing less, is enormous. But a big, big crowd uh, building down here. You can uh, take part Anytime you like. I've either 40 Winks Temper text 0433981116. Temper, a mattress like no other. The EFS open line 1300 736 736. Let us know if you've got yourself sorted. You've got a prime posse for the parade, which is getting underway in the not too distant future. As heard on breakfast this morning, my holidays Friday. FOMO offer will be announced today. Stick around to hear it a little bit later on in the show. Well, this man, our next guest, Ran out for the 2013 Grand Final as a docker. He played 141 games. He's now emerging as a brilliant, hope he doesn't mind me saying this, brilliant tactical mind in the coach's box, having guided Werribee to the VFL Grand Final as a standalone club, which was an outstanding effort. Michael Barlow, welcome aboard and welcome back to the captain's run. Morning, Sammy. Yeah, good to be on. And um, no, I don't know about the, the brilliant mind in the box. I'm good at delegating and getting some, some good assistance to subcontract it. We'll get to that at the back end. It's all about tomorrow, isn't it? That is indeed. And you're in charge of our magnet board here on the captain's run. There's a beauty of it, as is the case every year, is that there's mouth-watering matchups everywhere, Mick. So where, maybe I'll open-ended, I'll ask you, where is your mind drawn immediately? As, as a coach at a high level, do the key matchups here for both sides? Yeah, I, I think having a good good thought about this across the last couple of days about you know, both both sides' weapons and what they are and you know one side is a great offensive side uh, and, and their weapons really are in front of the ball with the Brisbane Lions um, you know, we, we speak of Eric Hipwood, Joe Danaher Charlie Cameron, Rayner Link McCarthy, the names go on And but what, what suits Collingwood is they've got a really sound uh, defensive unit and they've been really good at negating and restricting opposition scores um, all year and, and into the finals, winning pretty dirty um, across both of their games. So I'm, I'm looking at that part of the ground and thinking, um, you know, firepower of Brisbane versus the, the strength back there of Collingwood. But if you do get in there enough, and I was um, you know, speaking of the VFL grand final, we came up against the Gold Coast Suns, who had a very potent forward line. And if they get enough access in there and enough clean ball, uh, the Brisbane Lions... You know, one of them is going to get off the chain. And it might not be a Joe Danaher. I'm looking at the kind of Link McCarthy, the one that mm. you can't cover them all. And the offensive run and, and weaponry of, of Collingwood off half-back, you've got to give something to get something. So maybe a, a Link McCarthy, Cam Rayner, um, you know, pop up and have a big game. So that, that's where my mind is drawing. And, and right to the end of, of, of where I see the game going, you know, I see Brisbane winning and I see that part of the ground playing an important part, uh, part in that result. So let's just drill into this part of the field for a moment because even if they don't get a glut of entries, I reckon, Charlie Cameron is a player who can turn a game in an instant. You know, two goals in a minute, three goals in five minutes, four goals in a quarter. He's shown he can do that. So 
If you're in the Collingwood coach's box, who are you giving the job to to keep Charlie Cameron under lock and key? Yeah, I think it's Isaac Quainall. Like with with what he possesses in terms of speed, agility, power, um, and aerially, I think he can um, you know, have that ability in the air to, to win, though, if, if there's any contest where he can come across and support and, and go with conviction and take some good marks. So, um, but what, what will happen if that ball hits the deck? Uh, it's looking pretty dangerous um, for the pie. So I think Quainall goes to to Charlie Cameron as as the genuine you know, lockdown and look after. Um and then from there, it's, okay, how do we find that that offensive weaponry off half-back? Oleg Markov is one um, that will provide... Jack Crisps had a, had a good um, run of form at half-back as well. So when Quainall gets the, the lockdown role and the others will try and um, provide some running spark when, when they can. So Billy Frampton comes into the side, and you can understand that because Dan McStay out, of course, and you don't want to muck around with your structure in, in the week of the, the grand final when you've come this far with, with the with the setup that you've got. But is it too much to ask, Mick, of Billy Frampton not only come in and fulfil an offensive role, but to also keep Harris Andrews quiet? So I want to ask you about the yeah. two backs, intercepting backs at either end. Harris Andrews is coming in hot and Darcy Moore has done it for a long time. How much time needs to be put in to those two players? Yeah, I think for the Billy Frampton inclusion, like, like Dan McStay is a huge end, and I think a lot, a bit's been made. I haven't heard a huge amount. The the emotive nature of um, of a mm. player missing a grand final and and what what his story is, isn't it? It's his old side. He's come over mm. and, and fulfilled his end of the bargain uh, at Collingwood after a fair bit of commentary around you know who he was and and what he was to Collingwood versus what what the output was. So I think he's proved to be a really good good inclusion. So I'll miss him and Billy Frampton comes in and um you know, there's there's absolutely a reason why uh, Billy Frampton's been out of the side and the for him to come in on, on this biggest day and, and have that really important role Darcy Gardner will get my check. Um that then allows Harris Andrews who's as good as any in the comp of Folding off when when an opponent goes up into into dead space and and support um, everyone else and make it a kind of six v five. So Billy Frampton, I'd imagine a lot of his emphasis will be trying to connect as much as he can to Harris Andrews and make him accountable. And it's, it's easier said than done because it's it's a role that isn't natural to these guys. Um, and yeah, I think a lot's going to be asked of Billy Frampton. It's another part of the ground though, and another. Out or, or a big swing in the in the situation of the game. McStay out, Frampton in, um, and Harris Andrews looks at that and thinks, right, um, a nice day, 29 degrees. I can trust what what the ball's doing. I can trust the pressure of my teammates up the ground. I can have a big impact as he has all year. So can you see a world, Mick, where Jeremy Howe gets swung forward? We've seen him do that role before, but we've also seen him play as that negating forward who's an offensive threat, obviously, with his marking prowess. So can you see a scenario where they might mm. swing him forward if it's not if plan A's not working? Yeah, most certainly. I think a lot of the what-if scenarios for Collingwood mm. this week that they would have would have absolutely had. And you know, it's not like the game day comes and, and then they miraculously come up with ideas. The planning into this is deep. Um, and I, I think they've been sitting on the Jeremy Howe forward or another player to, to swing forward and... Um, and, and give them a threat up there it has been worked ad nauseum, and then they would wouldn't have they haven't gone to it much. So they did it with some success um, late in the game, um, late in the year. But you know, if, if Mason Cox doesn't um, get away, and all that second rough doesn't kind of impact 
front half, then it'll have to happen. The other one, Sammy, in that front half of the ground, it's Ginnaman coming in. I think yeah. for you know, Lipitsky, for, 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 who, for, for what he is, he's a, he's a nice player and he, he can, can play that high half or he's very diligent to roll. But I think this shows the Collingwood hand. They've, they've made a big call to think, right, we need goals. And we understand Brandon Starkovich mm. is one that can go lock away. And, and you nearly put it, um, put it in the bank that Starkovich goes to someone and puts him away. But he can't put away Bobby Hill, Jack Dinovan, and potentially Jamie Elliott. So um, that gives them maybe two other outs when Brandon Starkovich, who you read all the papers uh, today and tomorrow when they rank the players 1 to 44, Starkovich will be right down the bottom. Um, but I think he plays an important role in actually nullifying that um, small forward brilliance of, of Collingwood. And I think it'll be Bobby Hill he goes to. So yeah, they've, they've put a fair bit of faith and uh, in the maybe the Jack in the Pack, Jack Inman. Yeah. So a, a bit of assignment, a bit of homework we gave you on uh, yesterday was what what matchup? Let's strip it right back. What matchup must Brisbane get right? And I'll ask you the the opposite with Collingwood, of course. What matchup must yeah. the Lions just absolutely nail? The non-negotiable here. Yeah, I think through the middle of the ground. So we've covered a lot a lot of parts of the ground, but the middle of the ground is is where where that ball ball spends a lot of time. And Josh Dunkley. They have got him to this football club um, to make that midfield more accountable. That They know what they've had for a long time and it's got them so far. But Josh Dunkley um, has made a huge impact in, in negating and then finding football himself. So I'm not sure if it's... it's Dacos kind of comes in and throw, he'll be able to throw himself around a bit. Dugowie is, is a fair bit more predictable in terms of what, what you'll get from Jordy Dugowie. Um And, and Jordy, they're both, they're both absolutely match winners. It's like the Starsevich discussion. You, you, you don't want to give up too much uh, or you, you haven't got enough uh, weaponry to actually go and, and sit on both of those players um, and then you lose a bit of your offensive game. So I think Dunkley will go to, to the go in around the contest and, and play it really smartly um, and look to negate at stoppage and, and look after him just seeping forward at stoppage but then be able to go and, and react on turnover and, and get used on the way out. So I think the Dunkley... To the goey matchup um, will be one Chris Fagan and his coaching group uh, thoroughly thinking about. And I think you covered this off earlier, but obviously Collingwood, a lot of their, I guess, week would be taken up by just keeping the, that hybrid fleet of, uh, of of threats for Brisbane quiet. So that's your, your obviously your Rainers and your your Charlie Camerons and your Link McCarthys yeah. and the like. Yeah, absolutely. And you've got to give up something to get something. And what they give yeah. up by, and I want to get some run and drive off half-backs, and I'll have to give up um, potentially, you know, having that batting order a bit deeper. Right, Link McCarthy might be the one that we can we can try and get up and down the ground on. There's a bit of a calf. It's amazing in grand final weeks, and we know everything about every limb in every uh, player's body going into this game. Apparently, <laughs> Link McCarthy missed training on Tuesday. Won't miss the game at all, but, um, you know, the potential calf tightness or soreness. So, uh, he, he's probably the, the deeper one on the batting order they can look to look to get up and get off. But yeah, I just look at that Brisbane forward line and think, you know, if Flick McCarthy's that player, he can really burn you and, and go the yeah. other way and hit the scoreboard and, and play a big role. It's set up beautifully, isn't it? Hey, come back in time with us for a moment, Mick. Let's go back a decade, 2013. You're here as a Fremantle docker. Can you speak a bit to the occasion as an interstate side? Like, you've lived it. What's it like? Because we, we have, not that this was a case with Fremantle, but we've seen it spectacularly derail some interstate sides in years gone by. Now, Brisbane are a, 
I don't know, for lack of a better phrase, a, a manly side. You know, they've had some big game experience in, in, in prelim finals over the years and semi-finals over the years. So they're at a grand final. Is there any danger at all that they're overawed by the occasion? And, and what are the dangers in that, as, a, as particularly as an interstate side? Yeah, I looked back 10 years ago. I remember when we went to the airport on the, the fly-out day and um, you know, it was like we were one direction. We were going through and there were flocks of fans and it was an unbelievable turnout at the airport to, to get us out and, and you can't help but get drawn into to what the emotion of it is. So I'd, I'd be you know, embracing the really the normality of it for Brisbane because they're, they're a travelling side, they get away. I think once you get through today, so like that training run and, and the, the parade, the important aspect of it is to be able to, um, you know, get into your hotel room and and just prepare as as per. And I think that really does help um, and, and should help Brisbane. Um, so yeah, a lot of management goes into this week on the travelling side about okay, how do you how do you make it as as, as limited amount of stress on players with tickets for family and, and flying partners in and. And all of that um, side stuff would have been done really early in the week to make sure they can, can get out and perform. Um, I, think, I think this side, like you say, they're, they're fairly match-hardened and, and mature. and um, Probably the Brisbane situation, they're a bit, um, bit out of dodge at times and um, fairly unflappable. So I'm, mm. I'm kind of all in on what Brisbane can do tomorrow. Uh, commiserations on the grand final last weekend. I mean, a, a mighty season it was. Falls just short at the hands of, of Gold Coast. I mean, how, how do you reflect on it now, Mick? What are we five days on? Mm. Yeah, it hits you pretty hard. It's, and one of these sides tomorrow, like it's, you know, the, the agony and ecstasy of it. You, you, the winner is is euphoric, and, and you just don't have. And let's go back to 2013 when that's the only senior grand final ever played in at any level. Um, uh, apart from a country game, actually, where I was probably a bit lucky to qualify for that, but we lost. I've lost both. Um, but you, you don't go into into any grand final thinking, um, you know, the that or, or fleetingly think, oh, what about if if you do not get the result here? What does it feel like? And you know, when the reality of it hits, um, I was just devastated for, for our players. Um, you know, ten years ago when we lost the premier, I was devastated for, for teammates and, and coaching staff and, and supporters. So. It was, a, it was a hell of a ride. We had our best and fairest last night and, and we talked about the journey and um, I think we're starting to come out the back end of it to understand what a, what a mighty effort it was. You know, we're aside zero games AFL experience and came up against you know, one of the better sides I think you'll ever see in a state league competition in the Gold Coast Suns with, with 20 AFL listed, but not only AFL listed, you know, the, the, the firepower they had in the front half with with Charles, Sam Day, um, Chris Burgess, mm. Brody McLaughlin, Alex Sexton. They're, they're pretty handy and they just got enough looks to to hurt us. So, it was, um, yeah, I'm, I'm unbelievably proud. Uh, I think, yeah, we're moments away from from, from doing the unthinkable. Um, and, you know, it's, a, it's been a yeah, hell of a ride, as I said. Uh, if you can bottle that, that experience for the year that, that, that we had um, and, and just take it on the journey of the rest of your life, you'd be, you'd be pretty pretty happy. At the risk of stretching the friendship, uh, friendship, Mick, do your aspirations lie in a coaching in some form in another league, uh, the Australian Football League, or are you, are you happy to continue what you started at uh, at Werribee? If I can ask you a tricky one to finish. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been just so consumed with what what we've been doing. Um, I think I've I've had some moments in the last two or three months where I've thought about you know what does it look like. I've always been someone that's just stayed in the moment and thought, okay, what, am I, what, I, what I'm doing now, I want to do it as well as I can. Um, 
and that's that's been the focus. Um, I think across the last two or three months, though, there's been some moments where, I'm, yeah, it just captivates you, and I do think about yeah, you know, what it might be trying to pursue what I'm doing at, at the state league level, which is as consuming as any, really, and, and progressing that. Um, so it's something I'll sit on and. And have a think about, but um, yeah, this last week's been really about kind of supporting the players through our loss and, and reviewing that game and getting through the best and fairest. And, um, and yeah, from here I'll have a have a bit of a ponder and I think about it. But mm. in, well, in all honesty, I've loved doing what I'm doing, so it's, it's uh, it'll be hard to leave. Yeah, and a difficult end as you, as you touched on there for you and the players and, and your staff. But gee whiz, a, a lot for you all to be so proud of. It was a, a mighty run. Well done on it. We've really appreciated your time right throughout the year, Mick, here on the Captain's Run. You've been really generous with it, particularly today on uh, on Grand Final Eve with some uh, some great insights as to how the game might unfold tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed the day and thanks a lot for joining us. Good on you, Sammy. I'll go Brisbane by 14. Link McCarthy will get off the chain and uh, win the Norm Smith medal. There's an outsider for you. There you go, Michael Barlow. Good man he is. What a season it was for his Werribee Tigers. Melbourne's weather today, sunny. Top of 25, and that's for City Power, supplying power to homes in the CBD and the inner suburbs.